The secret is out. Video is the fastest and easiest way to get your viewers hungry for your product or service. This is the Video Marketing World Podcast, and we are 100% dedicated to helping businesses, entrepreneurs, and creators grow their following and turn it into profit. We are going to bring in world-class guests who will educate us on the ins and outs of video, marketing, and business development, all so that we can help you achieve your goals. Whether you want more views, more engagement, lead generation strategies, more profit, or simply to scale your business, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or via live stream, we have got you covered. Let's get to some video marketing. All right, everyone, it's Rich Cardona. I'm back here at the Video Marketing World Podcast, and I'm here with the original founder, Jeremy Vest. Jeremy, um, what have you seen transpire with this conference? And it's a small, intimate conference, and I love it, but what have you seen transpire since you started this? Hey, uh, great to be on your podcast, man. <laughs> I'm a fan. So, yeah, I, I wanted to create a small conference. You know, at the time, five years ago, when I created this, I had this word on my heart that was win small, not big, right? And don't get me wrong, I love speaking at VidCon every year, but there's 50,000 people that attend VidCon. I love VidSummit, but there's like over a thousand people at VidSummit. And honestly, I had found the life-changing relationships happen at a conference under a couple hundred people. You know, two, three, four hundred people. You can actually have enough time to breathe and meet people and, you know, like have this microsphere of just your people, you know, you can go relate to, to people. And that's what I wanted. I wanted a magical conference, not honestly, even though we have like the best, many of the best speakers in the world coming to the conference, that's not even the value. The value is in building the relationships with like-minded people. And it's like a free mastermind yeah. for life. That's what we created. And I'm proud of that. This is my first time here and, and I, I sense it and I feel it and it's very tangible. Um, and one thing I noticed is that, you know, it's been five years since you founded it, but you've clearly seen a lot of people come up. Yeah. Um, what is it like for you to kind of see people like, you know, Roger Wakefield, like just all of a sudden take off and you've had a part in it, not only uh, as a mentor or, you know, being hired, but also with the conference. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was actually... This morning, like 9 a.m., I was in the back, and ju I just counted how many people's lives are, are different at this conference. And I literally teared up because I was thinking like, okay, let's say there's 12 or 13 people that are now millionaires in the, in the room that weren't five years ago, right? I, I cried like a baby, man, because like to me, that is actually authentically why I do what I do to help people, even though that's cliche and people probably think I'm being saying BS right now, but I sold the conference. It's not mine anymore. And to see it keep on evolving and getting better. And there's a team of like 20 people working at the conference right now, you know, from humble beginnings to where we are. I'm proud that we, I was part of a machine that helps people and changes their lives. It's amazing. Now, even for you as an individual, um, your life has changed dramatically in the last couple of years and you've had, you've helped uh, a company scale. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what you're doing? And, and by the way, everyone, like I've watched it and this dude looks so happy. Not like he was unhappy before, but it's just a different layer. Yeah. So I was in a job working at a big software company and honestly, it's just kind of not a match for me. And I was pretty sad. I was always 
traveling and working 60 hour weeks. And I, I just like, what am I doing? So I'm a skateboarder, even though I'm 45. Old men can skateboard. It just, you just get hurt a lot more. And so I'm like, okay, what do I want to be when I grow up? I actually have a rule no one really knows about, but I actually change everything in my life, like as far as career goes, not wives or anything. Every five years, I change my career. Why do you do that? I don't know, to be completely honest with you, why I do that, other than I don't want to stay stagnant. So I've been like at a professional level, I spoke at instructional design conferences. I created the the first 30 hours of Adobe television for Adobe. I uh, have been a graphic designer. I've been a art director, a web designer. I've been a professional of SEO, search engine optimization. I've wrote textbooks. And so everything I went to pursue, I was at the highest levels, um, either speaking at the biggest conferences in the world for SEO or YouTube or web design. My textbook is actually in web design. And I just mastered, basically, I fell out of college seven times. And I went back, got had a three-point GPA when I finally figured it out. And I went and started teaching at colleges. And I think that I've had a pretty hard life. You know, my dad's in prison and like, I've had a pretty hard life. So I think that adversity made me realize that was actually my superpower. A lot of the billionaires around are actually people that suffered. You know, they're not spoon-fed. Um, let me say this. I, I saw it. anyone who you look up to, I read this somewhere, who was successful. Like, it, it, was, it was never easy. Like, the, the, the people you look up to the most, like The Rock, right? $7 in his pocket in L.A. Yeah. You know, like, all these people that we look up to are normally surrounded by having had to overcome, like, severe circumstances. Absolutely. Um, so I understand why you kind of challenge yourself to maybe reset. Uh, but can you talk to me a little bit about um, when you kind of left uh, the arena, so to speak, and, and where you're off to or where you're at now? Yeah, so I was speaking at VidCon two or three years ago, and I'm a skateboarder. And the biggest skateboarder in the world's YouTube channel guy, his name's Aaron Cairo, he came up to me, and Daryl Eves actually told him to talk to me, and he came up, and we immediately, I started doing work freelance for him. And then kind of helped them grow their brand and business a little bit and then got them to a point to where they could afford me. And, and I want you to hear that. I didn't go ask for a job. I helped this company get big enough to hire me, to be able to afford me. That's a bold statement. That is not coming from a place of, oh, they didn't like me or I, I didn't get my resume submitted. I never, never saw my dang resume. I helped them grow their business. They were able to afford me and the rest is, is, is history. And I, I wanna say that powerfully, I'm not bragging. I am not bragging 1%. What I'm saying is you dictate your future. You know, if you want something, do you actually want it? Do you really want it? Are you gonna work for it? Are you going to do insane things like help a company double their size so that you can work there? How does that, and we could end here, everything you said correlates to consistency with video. Absolutely. I mean, this is video marketing world, right? Like you and I, I met you at Summit. I've seen you at Sean Kendall's event, but I remember two years ago sitting next to you, unbelievably frustrated about of my channel, which had nothing going on anyway. And I was just looking at all these channels and you're just like looking at me like, dude, 
Like, you haven't even started. I don't even know if you'll be consistent. Like, I'll never forget that look. But talk to me about uh, everything you just said about challenging yourself and making things happen, how that correlates to video and video marketing. You know, it's pretty interesting. The What you learn about adversity is basically is everything in life. The same principles I use for YouTube strategy and how I've been able to get my customers over 12 billion views on YouTube is how I approach my marriage and raising my kids and driving my car. And, you know, it basically just goes to this. Understand your strengths and weaknesses, your superpowers, your abilities. Niche down and focus on the one value and one thing you can deliver to someone. If you have a channel unless you're a famous person and it's more than one thing, if it's about tennis and golf, you're gonna fail. So really understand and just try to give value to one thing. Everyone's like, yeah, I can't pare it down. And I'm like, well, you're not trying. Like, let's just be real. That's, that's the superpower of yours as well. I, I don't think I've had a conversation with you in which you've sugarcoated anything. I mean, you know, some people take offense to my approach and then others, I've. I've made at least two or three dozen men cry in the last couple of years in a good way, like helping them to unlock their superpower, niche down, focus, and change the world. And when, you know, when you see a, a plumber with 117 subscribers when he hired me, struggling to pay his bills, driving an $80,000 truck that's paid for, you know, that's pretty amazing. Like the power of, it's, it's all him. Like he did it. He just listened to smart people and he, and he got ahead and figured it out. But he makes three videos every week just for YouTube, not to mention the billion other things he does. He puts in the work. He does the effort. You know, he hires the right people around him. And I walk in, there's a dozen lives that have changed from this conference. Like I said, it's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Uh, where can people find you and, and see what you're up to and what you got going on? Uh, people can follow me on LinkedIn or uh, Facebook or Instagram. It's just Jeremy Vest. And definitely check out Braille Skateboarding on YouTube. We have almost 6 million subscribers. What were you at before you got there? We're just under five. But the growth really has been in the business, not the YouTube channel. Oh, yes. And I mean, you guys are in Walmart now. Yeah. So uh, we have our own shoe line, our own toy line. Uh, everyone give Jeremy a follow. He's the original founder of Video Marketing World. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Video Marketing World podcast. If you could do us one favor, if you got any value out of this podcast, please share it. Share it with another entrepreneur. Share it with a business who has no idea what they're doing when it comes to video marketing as they're only gonna get the benefits that you and I have already got. And if you are thinking about coming to Video Marketing World next year in Dallas, October 14th to 16th, go to videomarketing.world and you will see that there are VIP passes still available. We would love to see you there. And last but not least, make sure the word gets spread by leaving a good rating and a five-star review if you enjoyed this podcast. We will see you next time.